The following podcast contains real Craigslist ads posted by real people, the majority of which are not suitable for younger listeners. None of the ads have been altered, except for the sake of time, especially offensive content, or if the hosts thought it'd be funny. Prepare your thumbs. This is Dregs of Craigs. Dragonauts, welcome back to Dregs of Craigs, the only podcast where we can be doing this for half a decade and still be just flying by the seat of our pants. I'm Steve Ross. I'm Dustin White. And I'm up. Oh, shit. Fuck my notes. Ah, uh, fuck. Do we want to restart? Sh- uh, Sean Crandall. I'm Sean Crandall. Are you sure? Okay. I, I, I thought mean, Dustin can, was Sean Crandall. We can restart if if you need to. Like, I don't know if how you feel about that intro or like... Man. You know, we could probably... I, actually, we, we could probably edit that out. No one's listening to this anyway. I don't care. Okay. We're fine. <laughs> you know, gentlemen, before we go too far, um, I, I just got to get this out here because I feel like it's important um, for the listenability of the show. Dustin, um, I told you I'm taken. So I, I am too. Taken so with you. From doing anything. Well. Uh, <laughs> so um, if anybody's been following the news, um, you know, this year marks a pretty uh, a big uh, event. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I think we should take the opportunity to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Um, along with everyone else. So, listeners, if just, you know, for this whole episode, um, just in your mind's eye, picture us all as Steamboat Willie. And, um, yeah. and uh, I think that'll really improve the listenability of this episode. Mm-hmm. It's like we're in all fact, just rubbery, <laughs> bouncy uh, mice in, yes. in these little steamboats. Absolutely. Actually, can I be the uh, the clearly bad guy, like, almost spherical cat who later turns out to be Pete? I was about to say, you mean Pete? Yeah, I didn't remember if they named him in that one or if he was just the fat bad guy. But I want to be him. Yeah, when did these when did these characters become their characters? Mm. You know, when do, when does yep. Pete become Pete? When does like when does like Oswald or whatever get kicked out and then Mickey? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, look if you if you're really going to ask the Disney nerd, Oswald got kicked out before they even started. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, <laughs> well, okay. Then, at what point does Pete abandon his life of riverboat piracy and settle down in the suburbs and plow his ten out of ten wife and pop out a couple of strange, awful children? I don't know, but that's the true mystery: is how he scored that lady. Like, oh, it, not a question in my mind. He knocked her up by accident. But like, they're still together, and like, were they high school? They're kids in college. That's true. Oh shit! Was he a jock and she was like a cheerleader? Maybe, maybe he was a jock. She did ballet. Hey, you know what? I remember uh-huh. Peg from Goof Troop. She was not in any of the Goofy movies. Maybe she dumped his ass. Hmm. So I, I feel like I need to explain, listener. If you haven't seen uh, the Goofy movie and it's. Uh, Underappreciated sequel, frankly, uh, an extremely goofy movie. Right. Um, Pete has a, a wife who is just uh, unnecessarily hot. Like she was is... not in either of those movies. She was only in the TV series Goof Troop. No, I thought she was. I could have sworn she was in the first movie at least. Nah, man, that was Pete and uh, PJ or Pete Junior. Never showed his mom. I could have sworn she was. Well, okay, Dustin. I... 
I promise you, I was on the lookout for his mom. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I might be thinking of the other um, unnecessarily hot characters, Roxanne and the librarian from the second film. That's true. Are, uh, Are we talking about our awakenings? Is that what's happening here? Oh, shit, Uh, we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, if you really want to get into that uh, awakening shit, we can start delving, plumbing the depths of our subconscious here. All I'm saying is that huge dog nose didn't slow me down. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, with the amount of of anthro characters in the 90s and 80s that were drawn clearly with the intent to be sexy and and that's oh, not yeah. even like that's not even coming from a, a stance of like huh, furries like no like look at that kid like look at yeah. fucking uh you know gadget um oh from, a- of course uh uh rescue rangers like yeah no you clearly like she got curves she's a mouse like that's yeah not, no un- you don't need that that was but, designed to entice yeah so like when you think about how many anthro characters are are we're drawn hot. It's a wonder there aren't more furries. This is true. And honestly, true. I think everyone's a little bit furry. Like, I think it's a scale. It is a scale. That's it's, true. You know, it's a, a scale. lot like gender or sexuality. It's yep. a scale. Yeah. Yeah. It's the furry spectrum. It's the, sc- <laughs> it's the, it's the sliders. It's the sliders, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if it's a furry scale, is it a scaly? Ooh, no, it's not. So this is a podcast where we go to Craigslist and other uh, community websites, and we oh. find some funny content, and we bring it to you. It's as simple so as that. So here's my list of top five animal women that I would plow <laughs> given the chance. I was going to say, except this episode, where we apparently talk about all of the hot anthro characters that we would fuck. Absolutely. Number one, all of the Care Bear Cousins. <laughs> Okay. Oh so. come on, those are not number one. I, I'm going from the bottom up. I, I'm doing reverse. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, as as long as you gain consent. Oh I mean, yeah. So this Look, is that's implied. Uh, this is from Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Sean oh my god! Was... Hey, you guys, was Steamboat Willie the first furry? No. No. Shut <laughs> up, Sacramento Marketplace. <laughs> Facebook. Trade for a Nintendo Switch or iPad or iPhone. Very expensive surgical devices. Cheaper than going to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cheaper than going to the doctor, I get. Is he implying he'll use it on you for you? Or he'll just get the DIY equipment? No, you get the DIY equipment. He wants a Mm. Nintendo Switch or an iPad or an iPhone in exchange for, I will say what's in the picture here. All right. A stethoscope. A uh, a scalpel, um, various scissors for various purposes. You know, like you know, they have different Hmm. shapes of scissors. Like this one's for cutting gauze, and this one's for cutting flesh. Where they Um, have like the nice little like forty five degree angle on them, and they're all rounded at the end. Uh, We got some tweezers, um, some sort of uh, hook thing that maybe looks like it could uh, pop some cysts or something. I don't know. Uh, Good times. And a little bag to hold them in. Uh, oh, no hardly nice. worth a Nintendo Switch or an iPad or an iPhone. Unless I was going to say. You are in dire need of these. Um, <laughs> which is the, which I, I guess is the sort of trade this guy is going for if he's like saying like, well, I have some, 
medical equipment. Um, hmm. Instead of selling them for weed, I I need to play like <laughs> Stardew Valley portably. Ooh. Well, apparently right, now, he's already got all the weed he needs. And now, just to be clear, these are actual. These aren't like you know Fisher Price, my first stethoscope. Like, no, 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 no. This is the real actual deal. Actual equipment. Okay. No, okay. Now I don't know the qu- the quality. Of it, it does look gently used in terms of, like, there's some nicks in the metal, that sort of thing. Well, I mean, um, it does sound like he just kind of snatched a bunch of shit from urgent care. Yeah, during the last trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well, we're not taking into consideration the, uh, the possibility that this guy quit his surgeon job. Oh, and now he's like, surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and of course, like, and of thinking... course, surgery is just like um, hairdressing, where you have to buy your own equipment. Yeah, yep. You have to uh, pay rent on your own chair. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yep. So, mm-hmm. you ever notice that's be- how they get you? The utilities for those operating theaters are ridiculous. Hey, you ever notice when you go into the operating room, like we all do all the time, uh, for the purpose oh, of yeah. the joke, um, the little certificate on the wall from the state. That says, "Hey, well, you you're, have to put you're, that up. You're a great surgeon. You, but you got to put this up, or yep. else we can arrest you." Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, I, and you I, know, there's I, like I the always... little, there's the little uh, Tupperware that says "dirty" on it, or "used," or "soiled," <laughs> and yeah. it's oh, filled yeah. with like bloody scalpels and scissors. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm well, always also... distracted by the uh, the the health department letter grade before Oof. I go into surgery. So mm-hmm. I, I I should take more time to 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 find those certificates, but I'm always like, shit, what grade did you get? Ah, B plus, that's fine. I could do eh, worse. Good enough. Yeah. It's it's not a big surgery. I'm just getting some little things done. I was I'm, a little I'm just concerned. Some, some little screw holes stuck into my upper lip so that I can screw whiskers in there. Ooh. Become a tiger. <laughs> Roxanne got you early, didn't she? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what always put me off is they'd always have like the donor organ in one of those like Kool-Aid blue jars. Well, you got to keep it somewhere, man. Exactly. It's all recycling. Mhm. Look, they can't like hey, there are people waiting but they can't put it in right away. You know, they still course, got work yeah. to do on you, so they plop it in the cooler. That's fine. I just wish like the new heart or liver or whatever they're putting in someone wasn't floating next to all those combs. Hey, you want to know a weird thing, a a weird real thing I found out about surgery? I would love to know a weird real thing you found out about surgery. So, apparently if they got to get to something and there's guts in the way, they take out the guts. But (laughs) when they throw them, when they put them back in, they just toss them back in and then your body (laughs) sorts it out. Your body body (laughs) puts them back in the right place. Like they put them back generally where they're supposed to go. But, like, all the hmm. middle organs, you know, kidney and spleen and shit, like, they'll just put it in there. And then the body will be like, okay, yeah, you got to go a little more over here. Hold the fucking phone. I Wait a minute. I don't know if that's right. Are you, are you saying that my body, after surgery, plays Tetris with itself to put everything back where it's supposed to be? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying they, like, put your lungs in their butt or something. You know, but like, no, I, I get, I get the idea. Generally, is they put it in like kind of the right spot, but yeah. it's still wild that apparently things get shifted around until you know my inner body is comfy. Exactly I don't so. know if I like the idea that my organs have better organizational ability than my brain. 
Because, like, I can barely pack a suitcase. I don't want to, like, have to rearrange my lungs or whatever. I, I mean, I would consider that a blessing. My God, if my kidneys had ADHD or something. Ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Forgot to process all that waste. I, I was thinking about Hellshakeiano. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your sepsis. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I was thinking about the Roman uh, Empire. Sorry. <laughs> How often do your internal organs think about the Roman Empire? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, liver. I'm going to be fucking sick. Please do something about all this alcohol in my body. Hey, did you know penguins have an organ above their eyes that changes salt water to fresh? Do they? Really? They do. That's what the fuck? Yep, That's and cool now while you're wondering about it, your kidneys have let you die. Oh shit, I am dead. What do you know? Bummer. Yeah. That's oh, how they I get you. I was wondering where that theremin was coming from. Yeah, yeah, that was me dying. Um, <laughs> yeah. When it, yeah, I, I got a service that when I die, uh, a creepy guy comes by and plays theremin. Okay, wait, hold on. I know you're joking. That's kind of a power move, though. Like, if you're in hospice or, like, you're on life support <laughs> and you, like, know the end is coming. Oh, yeah. And you want to hire a, a trombone player to just, like, hang out and wait. Yeah. <laughs> My final wish is to have this trombone player play the womp womp noise as I die yeah. and flatline. Yep. Play the fucking Price is Right uh, losing sound yes! on your tuba. <laughs> I want that exact thing. I want, bum, like, bum, bum, bum. I'm, I'm terribly <laughs> sorry to have to tell you this, but um, uh, unfortunately, Steve is completely brain dead. There's no hope of recovery. Uh, we're going to have to pull the plug. Bum, bum, ba -dum, ba <laughs> I, I want, if, if I happen to die, before Charles Martinet. I want him to be in the room while I die and go <laughs> and then and then the theremin guy or some other instrumentalist I've hired oh you got the full game over yeah, yeah ooh you know I don't know I mean, I'm I mean, not coming back as far as I know hmm if, well, yeah, you didn't get enough coins. If I can't afford it, I'll, I'll make do with a do with a slide whistle. <laughs> no, wait, never mind. I know exactly what I want. I want an automaton choir. Uh -huh. <laughs> an automaton singing Ave Maria. Yes. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, according to Sean, Did you know Will, some dork has... played that on, like, I think it was Germany or Austria or whatever's got talent and got the golden buzzer? Hey, what? Um, I will say. Automatons are hard. Yeah, they're so hard to play. <laughs> are they? Yes. Yes. It's so hard God. to get the sound you want out of an automaton. I want one so badly. So do I, actually. I know, and both our wives are completely aware of how annoying it will be, so we can't have them. Right. Here, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> my dad gave my wife a, a tomatone for Christmas last year. Damn it! 
You know, Dustin, I think <sighs> the next major holiday, you and I just have to do like a present pact and yeah. get one for Ooh. each other. Yep. Ooh, we might have to. Yep. Yep. And then we can like feign surprise to both of our oh, wow. uh, significant others. Be like, oh my god, you got me there. I got you an automaton. We should play something together. Yes, let's play something. And then they both leave us. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? We'll have our automatons. That's right, we will. Our smooth (coughs) silicone automatons. Anyway, uh, in my will, I'm going to put that uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy should play at the wake. That's pretty good. (laughs) No, no, excuse me. I have a little more class than that. Squirrel nut zippers. Ah. He's skanking with the angels now. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's beautiful. I'm, I I think I'm going to say that about (laughs) those, those of us we've lost in life. They're skanking with the angels now. Oh, no. You know what it is? I want a video, like, uh, in remembrance at the end of the Oscars, but I want the music to be Goldfinger from Tony Hawk, Pro Skater. <laughs> oh, Superman? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> okay, side note that is somewhat related to what you just mentioned. So, I finally finished all of the um, Scott Pilgrim anime that released on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Very good, by the way. You should actually... It, it's... It takes a turn you would not expect. Um, uh, but anyway, there's a portion in it that's focused on Lucas Lee, the skateboarder, right? Mm-hmm. Love and, it. And uh, I won't get into too much what the scene's about, but it involves him skateboarding through this area, fighting these, like, ninja minions. All right. And these motherfuckers played um, – oh, gosh, what's the one uh, – it's, it's one of the songs from Tony Hawk. And I'm like, you know what you're fucking doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Uh, what's the? It's the one, Sean. I don't know. You might know it. It's it's because uh, I know you played it, but the the one that's like ride, 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 ride. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. We're gonna keep it up until until you guys recognize it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Is that all right. the right one? Okay. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought it was an interesting story. Come no, no, yourself. I think it is an interesting story. I'm thinking we should just move on from these sounds and get to another ad. <laughs> That's fair. I've got a fun one that I found uh, on just hanging around on uh, Facebook that's not really related oh, to... Oh, just hanging around? All right. Well, yeah, just well, hanging around on Facebook. Look, it's a classic ad in that it is a paper taped to a light pole. Oh, well, very good. Oh, very good. So, you well, know, all right then. You know, going OG, back to our roots, the, the ex- real yeah. community oh. post-it board, uh, the exactly. telephone pole, the OG Craigslist, a sign <laughs> on a on a on a, a pole that'll get ripped down. Five the times. original yep. Craigslist, uh, Martin Luther's demands. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it says, um, uh, it says here at the top, sometimes you just need two men. Uh, Fair. And there are two pictures uh, of a gentle, gentleman, Corey and Craig. Um, Ooh. And uh, they look just, okay, think about this. Picture either um, your middle-aged dad or grandpa. That's what hmm. they look like. Um, they're just the guys. Sim- I got just, bad news for you, man. <laughs> they're just the stereotypical guy. Yeah, just think, think of think of a, a, a you know 
uh, a white, uh, middle-aged or older, slightly uh, overweight man uh, who would, like, you know, be your uncle or whatever. That's so what these us? guys look like. No. Uh, well, maybe in a few years. Give it time. <laughs> uh, we will be that. We're not that yet. <laughs> okay. uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, not now, but, like, eventually. That's my um, aesthetic. I'm shooting for that. And then, uh, and then below the two pictures are three bullet points. We are two men. We're burly. We'll do what you want. Ooh. And truffle, shuffle. A, truffle, shuffle. And, and then there's two. Um, uh, it's flanked by two pictures of like like clip art muscle, like like arms curling. That's so good. And then the bottom text reads, yes, our bodies are strong, but our friendship is stronger. We have been friends for over 14 years. Of course, there have been ups and downs, but we will always come to terms with our differences because friendship like this comes once in a lifetime. By hiring us, you will <laughs> receive not just the strength of our bodies, but the strength of our emotional bond as well. I'm going to hire both of you to try to kill the other. Ooh, you found the loophole. Yep, they said they'll the do anything the I factory. want. You want my demands, Craig and what was it? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Craig and Corey. You want my demands, Craig and Corey? Fight to the death for my amusement. Craig and Corey, in front of you, you will find three dossiers. These are the targets. <laughs> That's the end of it, by the way. It was just short. That's very, very good, though, because it makes it sound like they're, like, player one and player two of, like, Double Dragon or something. I mean, that's the vibe it gives We off. will eat a whole roast chicken off the floor. <laughs> we are two bad dudes here to rescue the president. <laughs> we are two bad dudes with Tood. Here, here's the thing. I would watch... You, you know um, those couple of... Uh, the White House is under attack movies that came out within like, I don't know, a year of each other. Yep. Um, oh, well, no, that happened two years ago. Like Olympic. Yeah. Uh, it was the capital. We're coming up on the anniversary of that as well. My friends. Womp, womp. Or actually we, we passed it. We already yeah. passed it. Um, I would like to watch the, you know, the Olympus down movie, but it's just these two guides as the heroic leads. Yeah, oh, yeah like they're the ones saving the president from terrorists or whatever. Absolutely. Every other scene is them doing that like anime forearm handshake where they clasp like the like the middle part of their like arm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And they're both played by Kevin James. Now, why did you have to ruin it? I didn't ruin shit. Can you imagine, like, uh, for example, Olymp? What is it? Olympus down. It's that's one of them. You know what? Something I'm like that. willing. I'm willing to give a single Kevin James a chance at a redemption. There will not be two Kevin Jameses. <laughs> not after last time. Not oh, after the on. accident. <laughs> you don't want to see Paul Blart three, uh, insurrectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, ba Paul Blart 3 Singularity <laughs> Paul Blart 3 Endgame I was about to say it takes a hard Wow the Paul Blart series took a hard turn Into John Wick territory <laughs> What happened 
Well, Kevin J- <laughs> Kevin James got hit in the head, and then he got real buff, and he demanded <laughs> the changes. Mm-hmm. But then they got into the Blart multiverse, and they started bringing in Will Sasso, and it just got way too convoluted. The Blartiverse. Sean, Ooh. are you talking about Here Comes the Boom? What? No. You mentioned you mentioned him getting buff, and I'm like, oh yeah, like in Here Comes the Boom. Did he get buff in that movie? He did. Okay. He, he got he got buff for it, and immediately fell back. God bless. Well, God bless. Well, now I gotta fucking look up buff Kevin James. He was he was uh, he played a boxer, and here comes the boom. Oh, he was All a school right. teacher who learned how to box. I don't know. It was a fucking convoluted. Oh block. yeah, it was like an MMA thing. Oh know, shit! Like look at that. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. And then the movie came out, and then he went, eh, I've had my time. He went from blartthrob to heartthrob. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) I'm mad about that one. (laughs) Good lord. All right, uh, let's see here. Ooh, I have a uh, pretty short one here, but it's pretty good. Uh, from village, or excuse me, from misconnections in Village Medical by Poudre Hospital, P O U D R E. Oh, classic Poudre. Yep. Looking for woman I saw at the doctor's office, January third. I saw you at the doctor's office. You had a mask on, but your eyes smiled at me as I smiled at you. I was at the reception desk wearing black with a blue shirt. I am divorced and 71 as of January 4th. I'm clean and sober and believe in God. The best present for me would be for you to reply to this ad. If you are a scammer, God will scam you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the end of it. But I think that establishes some interesting canon. It sure does, bud. You're going to get up to heaven and God's going to go, psych, and then just shove you off the clap. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, yeah, it's going to be one of those things where uh, St. Peter's got a lever and then the, the floor drops out from under you. Yeah. <laughs> the cloud drops out. You get up there and there's two angels and they say, oh, well, one of us always tells the truth and the other one lies. And then they just like drop kick you off the cloud anyway. <laughs> or, or just like one of us tells the truth. The other tells the truth, but has been assigned to throw you into hell by God himself. <laughs> That's me. I'm the one who got that assignment. Goodbye, Clarence. Yep. <laughs> Clarence. <laughs> I just picked a name, but it's funny that I picked the name of the angel. Yeah, from- you know, I was about to say. <laughs> we don't actually think about like what happened with Clarence after he got his wings. He could be like an absolute dirtbag. And that's why it took him so long to get them in the first place. And now I, that he's up there, he's just like drop kicking kids into hell. I don't think he's doing that. I think he's mucking up the works because he's still like a ah. dipshit. Okay. Or maybe he's like a sleeper agent for Satan and he's like tossing a monkey wrench in whatever gears he can get his paws on. I don't know. That word require. Dude, Clarence, win, like I quote unquote wins. I mean, purely by accident. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of, you know, so, I mean, like, I don't know if he's got that kind of, that kind of, uh, <laughs> no, no, he, uh, no, he didn't. Genius. I mean, he didn't. I mean, clearly, if you look at the story as a whole, Clarence did cook this up, but he does mm. seem like a fucking dope. 
I mean, True. there are plenty of instances of of him being just a fucking knucklehead. I mean, he is already dead. I don't know what sort of like self-preservation instinct Clarence would have been working with. Help, George! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what turned Lordy. him into an old-timey prospector. Yeah. Hey, help, <laughs> sheriff! That's what, yeah. that's what he sounded like when he was drowning. Oh, that's right. Hurt, quote, <laughs> drowned. Yeah, yeah. What kind of shitty angel drowns? That was part of his plan. That's dumb. Because he that's knew all, wait, that George was a good heart like and he would where, jump like, into the cold water, water again. they're just fucked. Uh, you did a joke, and then I did a sincere explanation, and we did it over each other. That's how you know we're in love. Perfect. (laughs) And now we're bound together by the red string of fate. Gross. Like a tampon. Anywho, let's take a moment to mention to you, our lovely Dragonauts, that we would love for you to send us (sighs) a Do you hear the screech of the tires as this show came to a fucking halt? (laughs) It's not Dregs or Craigs if, it, if 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 we don't do a fucking brake check at least three yes. times. That's <laughs> at the mid-show, right? I want to leave a real cool skid mark on our midway break, all right? <laughs> yeah, I bet you'd love to leave a skid mark on the midway. It's called a Cleveland steamer, baby. Oh, <laughs> Uh, anywho, uh, if any of you lovely Dragonauts would love, we would love for you to send us any weird user-created postings that you happen to find on websites such as Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, Nextdoor, anywhere where people are allowed to post whatever they want and usually end up being hilarious. Uh, if you do send those to us and we happen to use them on the show, we will happily credit you. And we prefer screenshots over links as these sorts of ads can be taken down for any of a multitude of reasons. You can send those screenshots to dregsofcraigs at gmail.com. Hey, Sean, what you got? I haven't had a lot. Oh, no, yeah. I just didn't. Yeah, you just, just did. <laughs> I will rescind my whiny complaint then. <laughs> it's not our fault that we talked about Clarence for five minutes after your ad. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm so used to being talked over in this podcast oh, that I just I go into go. this knee-jerk self-preservation out. instinct. In front of the whole audience. You Let's fucking chuds out. put me in fight or flight. Read an ad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is from uh, Las Vegas Activity Partners. Uh-oh. Learn self-defense. Kalijit Kundo, Las Vegas. Beginners welcome. Ooh. Interested in learning a weapons-based martial arts system designed for street self-defense? Oh, boy. Um. Quarantine uh, has ended, and it's pretty crazy out there. Protect yourself and your loved ones <laughs> with skills that will aid you should violence occur, as oh, well as fuck. in your everyday life. Learn the full- Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. That caught me off guard. Learn the philoshies of martial arts and honor, loyalty, okay. and respect. Philoshies is- Yeah, that's, that, is, that is how philosophies is referred to. <laughs> Hmm. Sounds legit. I can't wait to go out in the rain and put on my falashes. The falash. <laughs> anyway, learn the falashes of martial arts and honor, loyalty, and respect associated with the arts. 
you can also get healthier and mentally sharper. Whatever your goals are, Creative Spartan Warrior Academy of Las Vegas can help. Oh my god. Oh jeez. I'm I sorry, Creative certif- Spartan Warrior? Creative Spartan like like Okay, you all right, like you wanted the guy from 300 but like he can <laughs> he can like what do some uh, street magic or something? Like fucking Yeah. yeah. Like uh, you can you can stab somebody, but you also make some pretty sweet macaroni art. Do some, yeah, yeah do some poetry. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, everybody in Sparta knew how to kick ass. That's how I learned from the historical document 300. But mm-hmm. um, there were also people to like paint pots of people kicking ass and yeah. make sculptures of people who were really good at kicking ass. Some, they were creative Spartans. Someone's got to paint that. Someone's got to paint that, bro. Yeah, someone's got to go back and say, hey, we lost, but here's a great story about how our king didn't get stabbed through the throat a bunch. Anyway, I am a certified instructor in Kali Jeet Kune Do, Kung Fu, Tai Chi, and Mixed Martial Arts. Mm-hmm. Funny to throw Tai Chi in there. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, related to martial arts, but more hmm. about stretching. Tai Chi, for when you really gotta slow shit down. Yes. Contact well, me yeah, now for more info. Yeah, but he does it, info. like, real fast, so he does, like, a regular punch. Contact me now for more info, or send me a message at my Facebook page, Creative Spartan Warriors of Las Vegas. Thank you. Oh, Live no. well and train hard. Sifu Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I believe it. Now, I want to I say something about the exclamation in this post <laughs> that I could not possibly get across in a verbal format. Um, wherever there is an like some sort of punctuation, a period, a question mark, a comma, there is a space before and after it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like as annoying as you think it is, but as I like if if visualize that, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> It's bad, isn't it? It's It's real bad. It's like when you have a little floater in your eye, but it's giving you the finger instead of just being slightly out of focus. Yes. I would love a high-res, like, 4K floater in the eye just (laughs) flipping me (laughs) off. Yep. Oh, God. Anyway, I know... I know that... People from all over the world with all sorts of names can be well-trained and perhaps even masters in martial arts. It is still funny as hell to hear someone with the name Sifu Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because it sounds so much like Seafood Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Seafood Justin. I'm mostly crab meat. (laughs) (laughs) hello there i'm seafood justin i used to teach a bunch of martial arts classes but then i remembered i lived in las vegas and there are 35 all you can eat seafood buffets within walking distance (laughs) oh oh so that's why he's seafood justin yep okay i I thought you were gonna say i used to teach martial arts classes but then i remembered i'm a fish i'm seafood justin (laughs) (laughs) i can't do that I was doing pretty he well just, for a while, though. He just teaches everybody how to, like, crack open, like, lobster and uh, 
and crab with your bare hands. Oh, to that's be fair, what it is. That would it's be an, rad as hell. It would be rad as hell. To just like yeah. karate chop a, like a king crab open with Ooh. all the spikes. I, I will say I have seen my wife do it on occasion. Like not a whole one, but like a crab leg. And like with a karate chop? No, no, just with her bare hands. Oh, well, still. Well, she's like, got those bare hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so yeah, no, my wife in- is a grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's got a couple of bear hands down in the drawer downstairs. <laughs> yeah, Lord I, only knows how she got those. I like the I idea. I a literal grizzly bear. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I love Sam. But anyway, seafood just Every morning I say, hey, good morning, Sam. How you doing? She goes, rare. <laughs> Like every couple days, we'll make sure we have the laundry uh, open and available for the other couple, and she'll mark a a tree with her claws to make sure that everybody knows it's her territory. Yeah, it it truly is, you know, 100% on both sides, just everyone putting in the work. Yep. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Them fucking picnic (sighs) baskets, though. Yeah, we're in couples therapy. My wife and I, (laughs) we're in a bit of a tiff right now. She... Cleeps clawing all my belongings uh, to mark them as hers, and I'm saying it's ours. It's it, it is it, it's both of ours. We're in a unit, and then she just yep. like just roars at me. <laughs> I keep trying to wake Lizzie up. Lizzie, you're going to be late for work. You're the main breadwinner in our our family unit here, and she's just like eh, three more months. <laughs> Man. I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, I, I think the my relationship's in trouble, you know? Like, I feel like I'm giving up. Like, I, I'm, I'm working. I'm, like, making dinner. I'm cleaning the house. I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm, like, you know, I, I'm putting all this out there. And, like, she's, like, a hyena. So it feels like there's not a whole lot of give and take going on. <laughs> well. <That> was, uh, <laughs> That was funnier in my head. In the, in the head. <laughs> you want to oh, know? Lord. You, you want to? Oh my god! You both. Uh, you want to know a fun hyena fact? Well, actually, Here, wait, it's kind I'm going to write it down fact. and I'm going to have it ready in the chat. Dustin, don't you read the chat? I'm going to uh, make a guess of what Sean's about to say. Oh man, it's probably a Why? well-known fact that I just—it's just going to be one word, one word. Why Dustin, can't, don't don't read our Facebook chat for a sec. Why can't I look at it? I'm not the one saying the fact. Okay, Sean, go ahead. Uh, so so hyenas—they only laugh when uh, they're nervous or upset. Oh really? That is yeah. Fun. That's that a, was not the fun fact that I typed into our chat. I bet Steve typed in clitoris. No. Uh, yes, you did. You didn't use no, that I word, didn't. but that's exactly the fact I was thinking of. I typed pseudo penis. <laughs> yep, that's the fact I was thinking of. I was like, I know it's fact Steve put in there. And I spelled it correctly, like a big boy. Hey, you guys want to hear a, u- a listener submitted ad? <laughs> I would love to, but first, I have a segment for you boys. Oh. Hey, um, 
I'm an animal biologist here, and I just want to say that I just will weigh in on this behavior. Hmm. And having a pseudo penis is actually a sign of stress in these creatures. (laughs) (laughs) So once you stop stressing them out, remove the stressors from their environment, they should stop having a pseudo penis. It'll just fall right off like a remora. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to uh, a segment that I have not come back to for a very long time, but it is back with a vengeance. We are here to play Kawaii Not. Oh, it's been a minute. It's been a couple months. Normally... Uh, for those of you at home who are not familiar with my amazingly popular segment, Kawaii Not, uh, there are a bunch of really, really, really dumb ideas for anime out there. And, uh, some of them are actually very good. Some of them are as exactly as dumb as they sound. But the most important thing is that the synopsis are hilarious. Uh, so what I've got here is I've actually got four real actual anime plots that are available to stream right now, just wherever they happen to be, uh, and one that I made up myself, and it's going to be up to Sean and Dustin to decide which of them is, uh, which of them are real, and which is the little sneaky Pete in there that I made up myself. Four so wait, real a total ones. of five? Four real ones. Or... That's right. Okay. Jesus Christ. I've got four real ones and Good. one I made up myself. Good grief, man. Yep. I am... I am loading shells in the barrel right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, y'all ready? Uh, yeah, I guess. Perfect. I am never ready for this. As it should be. All righty. First up, we've got chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. Hmm. Dariel was a soldier serving the demon army as aid to the demon lord, until he is fired by one of his generals for having no magical abilities. Having nowhere to go, Dariel sets out into the world where he saves a human girl, Marika, from monsters and is invited back to her village. While things become worse in the demon army due to the absence of his organizational and motivational skills, Dariel gets used to life among humans, but is conflicted with his demon upbringing, as human and demon society have been at war for centuries. All right. Uh, All right. uh, Okay. All right. All right. Synopsis directly from New Type magazine. That's a joke for, I guess, just me and Dustin. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> New Type Magazine. Look it up, children. <laughs> yes. All our multitudes of children who listen to this show. God, I hope not. Pseudo penis. Now then. Uh, next up, we have the 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. That's five reallys, by the way. All right. After being rejected by 100 different girls, Rentaro prays for a girlfriend at a local shrine, only to be informed by the god of love that he has 100 soulmates due to a divine error. On his first day of high school, he meets two of them, Hakari and Karane, who both fall for him, but learn that falling to... Here we go. Sorry, I was skipped a line there. Uh, but r- Jesus fucking Christ. You okay? There we go. No, I'm fine. The I'm at the, that the, fucking age where I actually have to like raise the font size. 
Did you did you accidentally like uh, delete a line of text from your written uh, from your? No, written I was synopsis? just holding my fucking phone too far away, and the Reaper creeps ever closer. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> On his first day of high school, he meets two of them, Hakari and Karane, who both fall for him. But Rentaro soon learns that failing to reciprocate a soulmate's feelings will lead to their untimely death. (laughs) Rentaro decides to date both girls to avoid this fate. And as more girls enter his life, they all form an enormous polyamorous group known as the Rentaro family. The story follows Rentaro's growing relationships and the dynamics with, within this unconventional family. Jesus. God, this sucks so hard. This is so... <laughs> <sighs> you know, the thing is, is that it's hard to guess because oftentimes all of them shouldn't exist. <laughs> That's true. I, I mean, I, uh. if there's one thread running through Kawhi Not, it's... Um, being against God. <laughs> That's true. And in a lot of them, God kind of has it coming, but it's never like, hey, uh, God's on your side. No, somebody fucked up. I do I do kind of like the idea of a bureaucratic, um, you know, spiritual domain where they determine your life and what it's going to look like. And you can mm. do some bad calculus, so suddenly this guy has a hundred girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a tax return. You don't really know until like there's a penalty later. The concept is almost amusing. They just took the worst view of it. Uh, yep. Like, like the the one the the thing about that one is that like yeah, if you look at that side of the concept, and like if that was your show, was just like The Office, but with like your pre life accounting where everyone had to like. Like, correct your math mistakes so this person didn't, like, you know, <clears throat> grow to be, like, 120 feet tall or whatever. I guess yeah. the closest you can get to that is, like, your pretty face is going to hell from Adult Swim. Oh, yeah. But. Like, yeah, that that would that would be an entertaining thing to watch, I think. But, but instead, uh, uh, we get a common, the, the, the current version of the harem anime. <laughs> exactly. Although, personally, I would love to see an H&R block staffed entirely by biblically accurate angels. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's the next fucking one? (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we have saving 80,000 gold in another world for my retirement. Hmm. Mitsuha is a high school student who just got rejected from entering college and lost her entire family in an accident. After falling from a cliff in a scuffle, Mitsuha (laughs) accidentally gained the ability to teleport and travel between Earth and a medieval world from an interdimensional entity. Worried that were she to lose this ability, she would get stuck in either realm without retirement funds, she makes it her goal to exploit her power to exchange currency, jewelry, and Earth technology items between them to make sure she has a comfortable nest egg in both worlds to fall back on. Hell fucking yeah. On that hustle grind set. Right? (laughs) I am into it. It's not every day you see an isekai entrepreneur. Yeah, like this is... This is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. God, I feel like a Ferengi listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, next up, we've got 
the legendary barista who brewed magic and mischief in another world. Kazuo, a barista from Earth, is whisked away to the magical realm of Fantasia, armed only with his talent for brewing exceptional coffee. In this world devoid of caffeine, his concoctions become sought-after elixirs, but they also grant strange, unpredictable powers to their drinkers. What? As Kazuo navigates through the realm's perils and gathers an eclectic team of friends, he seeks to control the whimsical effects of his coffee and find a way back home, turning his caffeine-brewing skills into a magical odyssey filled with humor and adventure. I'm sorry, this world doesn't have caffeine, but he can get a source of coffee. I mean, maybe. Fucking bullshit. Hey, yeah, that would be a bullshit isekai power. Like, hey, uh, reincarnation god, I want my ability to create coffee to uh, also make, like, magic powers and shit. And they're like, all right, fucking great, here you go. And then you uh, isekai into another world, and there's no fucking coffee. Yeah. I just, I mean, what it seems like is poor fucking writing. (laughs) Well, okay, is that different from any of the other ones so far? (laughs) No, uh, but the other one, the that middle one was good. Yeah, it's. I'm just saying, it's a little. It seems a little like obvious and egregious when you're like, "Hey, this world has no caffeine. Everyone wants his coffee. Cool. How the fuck is he getting his coffee if there's no caffeine? <laughs> if there's if, otherwise, All right, next just one, tame. next, it's next, magic elixirs, Dustin. Next. All right, finally, last one. Do you love your mom and her two hit multi target attacks? <laughs> Masato is a teenager who is usually annoyed by his overly doting mother, Mamako. Mamako? That's what it says on the thing I'm reading. Until both are teleported to a fantasy-themed world inside an online game. Of course. Masato tries his hardest to show off his prowess inside the game, but constantly finds himself outshined by the fact that his mother possesses much higher stats, <laughs> and thus she can easily defeat all opponents with her twin magic swords. Along their travels, they befriend three other girls who join their party and take quests he recognizes from inside the game. But Masato is shown up at every turn by his own mother. How can Masato enjoy his new adventurous life with Mamako rushing to his rescue every time? Wow. Yep. (sighs) There's some uh, Freudian shit happening in that one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, we've got chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. Mm -hmm. We've got the 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. We've got saving 80,000 gold in another world from for my retirement. We've got the legendary barista who brewed magic and mischief in another world. And finally, do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks? I think you there's, made up barista. There's some of these that sound very familiar. I'm pretty sure I've seen the saving for retirement title just floating around here and there. I think it's the hundred girlfriends because I think, um, I think, I don't think Japan is as pretentious as this is going to make me sound. I don't think Japan is progressive enough to be doing a polyamorous anime. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, well, Sean wins. 100 Girlfriends is absolutely real. Go fuck yourself. I yep. am killing myself tonight. <laughs> the one I made up was the legendary barista mm-hmm. who brewed magic and mischief in another world. <sighs> Fun game, innit? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the last episode of Greg's. Greg's. <laughs> We're going to put... Uh, uh, it's been a... It's been a real wild five years, and I'm sorry <laughs> that uh, Steve made us quit. You know what? Um, I will say, though, I, I uh, out of curiosity for setting up for this segment, I watched a couple of episodes of 100 Girlfriends. It is funny as fuck. It's actually a parody. I, no, it's a parody no, of the harem no, genre. No, no. I'm not falling for that one again. They dunk on it the whole time. I'm not falling for that again. I have fallen for the it's a parody line before, and it's been stupid shit. It's just a joke, bro. It's just a prank. You know, you know what the joke? You know what the joke is? You're trying to make a joke of my time. (laughs) 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 You know, it's it's always funny. I've I've it's funny that like lately I've been like maybe I've been too hard on myself in terms of like really like shutting myself off of anime there's there's some decent stuff it's not that big of a deal if i watch some of it and then steve brings like this fucking show this fucking segment mm-hmm. and it just like makes me retreat back to my shell of no mm-mm, yeah no, don't watch anything ever <laughs> justin are you telling me you don't love your mom and her two hit multi-target attacks so, hey, I got another, uh, you got to hear this user's, uh, user, this listener's You don't want to hear ad. about the adventures of Mamako? That's such a fucking stupid name. It really is, and that was the real one. So we have a listener submitted ad. <laughs> I am very sorry, Beth, that your ad comes after this, uh, I'm not sorry. against God. You knew what you were getting into, Beth. All right. Uh, this one, boy, that just took the wind out of my sails, huh? Um, <laughs> this one from our that our, took the our wind own, right out of my bagpipes, just right mm. out of it. This one comes <laughs> from uh, Roseville uh, Activity Partners. Ooh, our exotic. Roseville? Our Roseville, yeah. We have a Roseville. Some wrestling <laughs> partner. Okay. Oh. I need somebody to thumb wrestle. I love the sport, and I'm very passionate about it. The sport! I have different stage names for my left thumb, but the most (laughs) famous one that you have heard about, if you know the TW crowd, is El Chupa Thumbra. (sighs) He has a little mustache, and I paint a red and green leotard on him for events. I am mostly looking for left-handed partners to compete against and cheer on. But anyone with a caring and supportive demeanor and the grip of a teenage offshore drill hand is welcome. <laughs> I also enjoy crocheting, shadow fin- uh, sorry, shadow puppeteering, and speed snapping to keep my fingers loose. I was about to That's say. That's kind of cool, actually. This, uh, this guy is clearly the most interesting person who lives in Roseville. This guy sounds like I the was- real deal. I was so, so sure this was going to be a handjob thing, but... I, I was so ready to dunk on this guy, and then I, don't know, he brought I fell the in love with him. El Chupa Thumbra. That's pretty good. And also, he, am I the he only one that, like, when he started talking about stages for his thumb, I was expecting, like, Final Destination, no items, lefty only? 
I think you were the only one thinking that. Bummer. <laughs> Thumbra. I, I really wish he had included pictures of El Chupa Thumbra. Yeah. Mm, that's true. Also, well, okay. I would like to be pointed to some... Well, I guess I can just look it up myself. Uh, well, if there is like I mean, a if like a thumb wrestling league, has mm. it ever been filmed for an obscure like you know ESPN eight the Ocho channel sort of thing? <laughs> you know, like I sometimes mean, they they film. I I've seen some uh, filmed arm wrestling tournaments that are hilarious. True. <laughs> Very true. I um. I mean, the closest the closest that I think w- w- I can get to answering that particular quandary is the, um, as far as I'm aware, forever unreleased version of the WWE thumb uh, <laughs> thumb video, like you know the guys who did like Thumb Wars and shit. Oh, yeah. They were supposed to do a WWE like parody, um, and I don't I don't believe it ever got released. You know, <laughs> I I could see. As much as I want it to be good, if you look back on some of those, some of those really hit still are hilarious. Others oh, are yeah. complete duds. Definitely. And another fun fact, actually, about uh, that team, they went on to make Kung Pao, obviously, yep, because obviously. of Tungy. Sure. But then also Jimmy Neutron. Huh. They just really have to make weird faces, don't they? They really, yeah. really do. <laughs> That's hey, kind of like know, uh, the guys who the guys who uh, did Homestar Runner, the uh, brothers uh, chaps. The brothers chaps yeah. worked on uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. Really? Yep. They Shit, I didn't know that Yo one. I know they. Um, I know Mark. I think does like a ton of voice roles, but I, I didn't know they had Yo Gabba Gabba credit. And yeah. in hindsight, God, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when when my niece was born, she uh, she would watch that when I was watching her and. That's some weird shit, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, honestly, I could see, like, an episode of Homestar of just uh, don't bite your friends. It, it really, yeah. Yeah, It's it got really a vibe. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't really say that I have a, a long storied career in the thumb wrestling circuit, but I, I've, I've participated in a thumb scuffle here and there. Yeah, and from what he's describing, I gotta think like a little leotard and mustache. That's like probably not regulation, my guy. Why not? That's... If it's just painted on. Well, yeah, but even then, it's like a lubrication, right? Like you can slip out of grabs and holds and things. No, no. Like, I don't. I think it's like a, a wrestler oiling himself up too much. Dude, dried paint. I'm. Uh, mm. You're, you're, it depends you're, on the, it depends on what you're using to mark. That's true. That's very true. Here's the thing from somebody, from somebody who has experience getting paint on his hands a lot. You no, know, it, it dries it, very quickly. Pseudo penis. Dustin, I told you to not record the the efforts that you were making for that video game during our sessions. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was trying to kill two birds with one stone. Uh, If I can get uh, Pained Grunt 4 once more. (laughs) Great. Now, uh, if I can get one more, sort of like an impact, like a gut shot. Sounds good. Uh, If I can get it with uh, no Foley, just the voice. 
Ah, okay, never mind. We're going to use AI. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, was, I was about to say, yeah, it's the Tim Allen home improvement sound. Hey, how that's the entire do you script? think like old comedians like Tim Allen would be if AI was around back then when they only have like one catchphrase? I mean, I'm probably about as fucked as they are now <laughs> with not having a career. <laughs> that's fair. That makes sense to me. I'm, I'm pretty sure Tim Allen only survives uh, by revisiting the Santa Claus franchise, and that's it. Oh, yeah. Um, also, Buzz. Oh, that's true. Toy Story. That's right. That's fair. I'm sure he well, gets no, a lot of money No, they don't, they don't even Buzz. have him doing that anymore. But he still has a lot of that coming in. Yeah, but like, I, yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot of probably residuals coming out from that. That's true. He's probably getting some checks here and there from, I don't know, Toy Story for Sega Genesis. I also want to thank you both for the fact that every time I look over at my left monitor, I just get this flash of Kevin James's tits. <laughs> you decided to look that up, not us. So you only have yourself to blame. You sparked that fire, gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, I just mentioned Here Comes the Boom. Uh, you were the one who's like, I'm going to look up this hot shit right now. You were both talking about how ripped Kevin James got. I had to look. You couldn't you, dangle that carrot in front of me and not tell me left, to get me. And then you left it up. I don't know how this is my fault when you, it's, we were all here. We all watched you do it. Gotta give me some of that blart loaf. Hey, uh, Google. Happy anniversary, guys. Search for <laughs> King of Queens, Huge Naturals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. It's been a fun five years, y'all. We want to thank friend of the show, Lindsay Reagan, for designing our logo for us. And we want to thank Andrew Mikado for our funky-ass theme song. Uh, and as usual, we will go ahead and take us out on a title. Uh, either of you go boys got one ready? Not this time. Do you? <laughs> Hold on, let me no, uh, let me see if I, I got <laughs> let me see if I got oh one. Oh my god, hold did on, it finally on. happen? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It took five years to get to the point where none of us prepared a title for the end. I feel like this is hold something on. we should not be doing in media res. It's so good though. We're gonna cut it out. No, we're not. This is absolutely staying in. This humanizes us. I have a very short one that we can end it on. How about that? Okay, I do have a title. I'm not confident enough in it, though, so go for it. That's fine. I Uh, also have a title. Too bad. Uh, Here's Scott's Bluff, Miss Connection. I'm an older male looking for someone with a big outdoor dog kennel for myself who is six feet tall for an experiment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) This has been Dregs of Craigs. This is Steve Ross. This is Dustin White. And this is Sean Crandall with a bonus, bonus title. Oh, my God. Beep, 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 beep. This is Fuck. from Oahu Misconnections. Oahu. Pretty brunette with birth control comment? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you win. <laughs> okay, now it's been Dregs of Grace. I've been Steve Ross. <laughs> I'm still Dustin White. 
And I'm Sean Crandall. And until next time, may your misconnections become casual encounters. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> <a> fucking grief. <laughs>